Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 51. Eternal mind the potter is, and thought the eternal clay. The hand that fashions is divine. His works pass not away. Man is the noblest work of God, his beauty, power, and grace. Immortal, perfect as his mind, reflected face to face. Hymn number 51. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, 
uh, go to our website, and from the homepage, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do, sir, do so, and then you'll find our readings for tonight. And the theme is The Ideal Man. And the readings will now be given by Gary. I will read from the Bible. Psalms. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man? that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man, that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly, and worketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. Matthew And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice! And be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. 
Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Judge not, that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again, and rend you. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. I shall read correlative passages from Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy. In no other one thing seemed Jesus of Nazareth more divine than in his faith in the immortality of his words. He said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away and they have not. The winds of time sweep clean the centuries, but they can never bear into oblivion his words. They still live, and tomorrow speak louder than today. They are today as the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight God's paths. Make way for health, holiness, universal harmony, and come up hither. The grandeur of the word, the power of truth, is again casting out evils and healing the sick. And it is whispered, this is science. Love's labors are not lost. 
the five personal senses that grasp neither the meaning nor the magnitude of self-abnegation may lose sight thereof. But science voices unselfish love, unfolds infinite good, leads on irresistible forces, and will finally show the fruits of love. Human reason is inaccurate, and the scope of the senses is inadequate to grasp the word of truth and teach the eternal. Science speaks when the senses are silent, and then the evermore of truth is triumphant. The spiritual monitor understood is coincidence of the divine with the human, the acme of Christian science. Pure humanity, friendship, home, the interchange of love, bring to earth a foretaste of heaven. They unite terrestrial and celestial joys and crown them with blessings infinite. The Christian scientist loves man more because he loves God most. He understands this principle, love. Who is sufficient for these things? Who remembers that patience, forgiveness, Abiding faith and affection are the symptoms by which our Father indicates the different stages of man's recovery from sin and his entrance into science. Who knows how the feeble lips are made eloquent, how hearts are inspired, how healing becomes spontaneous, and how the divine mind is understood and demonstrated. He alone knows these wonders, who is departing from the thraldom of the senses and accepting spiritual truth, that which blesses its adoption by the refinement of joy and the dismissal of sorrow. God is individual mind. This one mind and his individuality comprise the elements of all forms and individualities and prophesy the nature and stature of Christ, the ideal man. The noblest work of God is man in the image of his maker, the last infirmity of evil is so-called man, swayed by the maelstrom of human passions, elbowing the concepts of his own creating, making place for himself and displacing his fellows. A real Christian scientist is a marvel a miracle in the universe of mortal mind. With selfless love, he inscribes on the heart of humanity 
and transcribes on the page of reality the living, palpable presence, the might and majesty of goodness. He lives for all mankind and honors his creator. The upright man is guided by a fixed principle, which destines him to do nothing but what is honorable, and to abhor whatever is base or unworthy. Hence, we find him ever the same, at all times the trusty friend, the affectionate relative, the conscientious man of business, the pious worker, the public-spirited citizen. He assumes no borrowed appearance. He seeks no mask to cover him, for he acts no studied part. But he is indeed what he appears to be, full of truth, candor, and humanity. In all his pursuits, he knows no path but the fair, open, and direct one, and would much rather fail of success than attain it by reproachable means. He never shows us a smiling countenance while he meditates evil against us in his heart. We shall never find one part of his character at variance with another. Hungering and thirsting after a better life, we shall have it and become Christian scientists. Learn God aright and know something of the ideal man, the real man, harmonious and eternal. This movement of thought must push on the ages. It must start the wheels of reason aright, educate the affections to higher resources, and leave Christianity unbiased by the superstitions of a senior period. Beloved children, the world has need of you, and more as children than as men and women. It needs your innocence, unselfishness, faithful affection, uncontaminated lives. You need also to watch and pray that you preserve these virtues unstained and lose them not through contact with the world. What grander ambition is there than to maintain in yourselves what Jesus loved and to know that your example, more than words, makes morals for mankind. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 356. To thee, O God, we bring our adoration to love divine in whom we live and move. For thou hast shown to us our perfect selfhood in thy loved Son, whom Jesus came to prove. Hymn number 356.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for January 6th, 2021. Welcome, one and all. People from all over the world have found our church, and we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. We have quite an amazing outreach through our numerous different uh, websites. Uh, many, many of them are in different foreign languages. So literally, we are reaching people all over the globe. I'd like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. And I would like to point out a couple of uh, one item in particular that we're featuring on our English language website. It's a uh, article entitled, Discouragement Outlawed. It was written by the Reverend G.A. Krautzer. A very helpful article, and I highly recommend it. Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And I also must say something about our wonderful Sunday school. It, it is available every Sunday at 11 a.m., and it has a tele teleconference number of its own, which means that your child can attend our Sunday school by telephone. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. We would love to welcome your child there. And one more announcement before we go on. Bible study. This coming Saturday, we're having a Bible study at 10 a.m. The Bible study questions are on the website. So plan on joining us on Saturday, 10 o'clock in the morning, for a lively discussion. Okay, I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly request that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering. And for those of you who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice. However, keep in mind when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Jim from Arizona, go ahead. Good evening. A number of days ago, I was 
given some startling news and was presented and it was presented to me as a result of a test. The immediate thought which came to me was, why stand aghast at nothingness? I was tempted to repeat the phrase to the bearer of the news, but did not because I felt that I would not understand it. I, I called my practitioner who reassured me of the absolute nothingness and unreality of the condition. Today, a caregiver explained that the repeat test would turn up positive again and that there, there were no other symptoms that have occurred. I am being isolated from others for a period of time, and since no additional symptoms are appearing, she was very confident all will be well. I am most grateful for Christian science, and that proves to be most effective in the healing Christ is ever with us. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry. Sherry. Sherry from California. Go ahead. Thank you. Many years ago, something a friend and I liked to do together was take road trips. The many hours in the car were filled with good conversation and a lot of laughter. But during one of these trips, we were about an hour away from our destination, and I became ill. I laid down in the back seat of the car and prayed for myself. I then asked my friend if she would repeat out loud, over and over, the scientific statement of being by Mary Baker Eddy. She did, and soon the movement of the car which before had been uncomfortable, now moved harmoniously with the truth being spoken. I don't know that she ever stopped repeating it during that last hour of the drive, but when we reached our destination, I was well. We had had many experiences of joy and laughter on our trips, but when this experience came to my thought recently, I felt my heart soften with gratitude and love for those healing truths tenderly told at a time in need. And for this reminder, I am very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Dave. Dave from Florida, go ahead. Yeah, hi. I'm grateful for Christian science and to know that our nation is governed by God. Picknell Young wrote a very good article entitled The United States of America, which I have found very helpful. One of the things he says in it is, my country, the government of divine principle, my government, God's government, is now established, and the law of it is untouched by any combination of circumstances of events, and the power of it and the safety of it is maintained. I'm grateful to be a member of this church and to know that when we pray and use thoughts and truths like the ones that are in this article, our prayers are effective. God governs. And thank you for those readings. Thank you. 
Jeremy. I'm very grateful for Christian Science and for this church. This past Sunday, once I got home after the service, I felt the need to be quiet for the evening. Usually my Sundays are quite busy, but on that day everything had come in early and I was able to take the rest of the day off without missing any work. It was just what I needed. Thinking about this has made me thankful for a few things. First, because of all I have learned from this church and my practitioner, I can now recognize, at least some, in some degree, the difference between God giving me time to rest and error trying to make me unready for work for God. Second, I can see how God was energizing me through the Christmas season. There was a lot to do, and he gave me all I needed to happily do my work. I'm very grateful for all I am learning here that is helping me day by day to see more and more of God's abundance, inspiration, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Joanne. Joanne from Florida, go ahead. Uh, the other morning I was biking and was praying to God to show me how I could be of more use to God where I live. Soon thereafter, I met a woman who I, who I had talked with several times in the past. I knew she was soon to be moving into a new home in our community, and after speaking with her for a while, I said, God bless you and your new home. She then told me that her husband was a retired minister and that her daughter was also a minister with a church in Minnesota. She said her daughter's church was growing, and I told her about our church and its growth this past year and how people everywhere were hungry for the truth and yearning for God. We talked a bit about that, and she thanked me for being able to talk to someone about the things of God instead of worrying about being politically correct. As I biked away, I got a strong thought to ride back home and get the extra church calendar I had and give it to her. I quickly did that and caught up with her before she returned home. I told her it was a housewarming gift of daily good thoughts, and she thanked me profusely and said, I really need that. I'm so grateful for God's immediate answer to my prayer, and I'm grateful that our church has that calendar to give as such a pure, simple healing gift. I'm very grateful to Mrs. Eddy for giving us Christian science, for God's love for us all, and for this healing service tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Sandy, Nebraska. Sandy from Nebraska. Go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for your reading. Thank you for this wonderful Church of Independence. Seems like all the time I say very grateful for all the work that you guys do and um, the efforts and sending the teachings um, of Miss Mary Baker Eddie the, the right way. We, uh, every person that come in contact, I share science and health and I share your website 
and all the information in the round table and uh, a notice and you chores the effort the I'm sorry because my English um, referring to practitioners I don't try to promote practitioners but practitioners are essential because it helps you sustaining the thought this is a wonderful people all to the church or uh, Christian scientists, practitioners are are surrendering their time to pray is to help humanity. We um, and my fiance have a tremendous demonstration <laughs> and this uh, my fiance is just new to science and you guys know it works. It works it works for anybody around the world who listens to this. It works. And you don't have to be in science, but it's helping with a practitioner. And they don't have to be. I love the practitioners in your church, but if you can find a practitioner that really is follow the Christ and is humble and humility and is no focus on the things of this world. And um, it will help people. Matiase was having a situation with his son that we didn't have it with us. And it's it, 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 a legal situation, and it was very hard, and we're dealing with lawyers, and you know, mortal mind, it get busy, but like Mary, El, Miss Mary Beth say, we get busy here, and we pray more, and we have the Father, the Christ, and we have good humility. Is we talking with what practitioner? What did we did, didn't know this person? This practitioner say this kid gonna be at the right place that God want him to be, because in the place that God want him to be, it be the right first, it be the right place. Only you have to do is sustaining your thought, thinking that this little child who is a child of God. A fa- he got a father, mother, God. They know where the child needs to be. And it's just to be, to be with you, it be with you. But it's to be in somewhere else. But this, this child will be happy and harmonious. And you know, as Miss Mary Beth says sometimes, when, you, when she tells people things, they, they, it's, it's the truth. It's, it's, it's the, the, the ideas with the highest ideas in the mind of God. We are not in control of nothing. The mind is in control and is always in the rightful place. And practitioners, they have dedicated their life for, to, to promote the teaching of Mary Kennedy. But let me tell you a story short. That child was with his father in Christmas Day. And we had never had talked to this practitioner again. But the practitioner was very clear. It was blessed one, it blessed all. I'm so grateful, uh, especially for the round tables and Miss Mary Beth for her love and her patience. And day after day, sharing ideas of the Christ, like Miss, Miss Dick Young, with the love of our judgment and the love of, uh, no, with uh, Adam Dickey, with the love of possession. Everything belongs to God. And we think that way, everything be in the rightful place. The government, 
The things that happen in the government of the United States at the Capitol is really not happening in the mind of God. We need to see the harmonious government of Christ who blessing and protecting all of us. I'm so grateful for the round tables and for this wonderful practitioner, Miss Mary Beth, and all the practitioners of, of Christian scientists around the world who's helping us. To understand the teachings of Mary Baker Eddy, thank you for your reading and for these beautiful hymns tonight. Thank you. Nancy. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for the beautiful readings tonight. Tonight I'd like to express my gratitude for being taught in this church that whatever is not good is not of God. Therefore, we do not have to accept any belief that would try to manifest or present itself to us that is not of God. A few days ago, I woke up feeling very unwell, experiencing head congestion, a headache, and extreme fatigue. I called my practitioner to ask for her prayerful support, and she immediately referred me to a watching point 132 from 500 watching points by Gilbert Carpenter. She read the following excerpt to me. Mrs. Eddy said to Calvin Fry, make supplication to God daily that you may be delivered from all beliefs of sin or sickness. And after doing this, then turn to and demand of yourself to realize their unreality and recognize your power over the temptation to yield to any such an illusion. I felt this was such an empowering thought to be able to turn daily to God in humble prayer for deliverance from sin and sickness and then to demand of myself to see the unreality of it and recognize my God-given dominion over the temptation to yield to any such illusion. As I read and studied the entire watching point, which ensured me that mortal mind has no power to interfere with the eternal operation and the tender care of infinite love, I could feel the fatigue leaving and my head clearing. During the night, as symptoms tried to take hold in other forms, I kept holding to the words of that watch, knowing that infinite love was forever caring for me and insisting on seeing their unreality. The next day, I awoke feeling completely well. I am so grateful to God for this quick and beautiful demonstration, and I'm deeply grateful to my practitioner for her steadfast support and for always being so instant in the truth, supplying me with just what I need at the right time to work with. I am grateful to Christ Jesus Mrs. Eddy, Christian Science, and for this precious Plainfield Church. Thank you. Thank you. Shardell. Good evening, and thank you for the readings of the Ideal Man. I would like to offer my gratitude to my practitioner for a quick healing of diarrhea. This topic is out of my comfort zone, but the circumstances are quite nice involving the healing. 
<laughs> Last week, I was invited to see a documentary about Mary Baker Eddy and her life and all that she experienced and endured in order to bring her discovery of Christian science to the world. Ordinarily, I would have stayed home with my little tummy, but I texted my practitioner and knew that all would be well. As soon as I sat down, I never had to leave the theater, and by the end of the documentary, I was perfectly fit and joyous. I am very grateful for love that heals as practiced here, and this love for God and mankind as demonstrated, written, and preached by Mrs. Eddy. Her life and work surpass anything I have ever known, and I want to share what I am learning. Thank you for this opportunity to share, and thank you for the music. Thank you. <clears throat> Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight and for the music. Tonight I want to express my gratitude for finding Plainfield Church and learning the power of pure prayer and how to cultivate spiritual sense and listening to God. When I came here, I had the support of a Plainfield practitioner for daily challenges I was facing at work. During this time, the things I was facing was causing great upset in my life and uh, it would lead to illnesses and distress. But what I loved was the sense of step-by-step um, -step orderly learning that took place and foundations that were built during this time. <clears throat> and I had many needed lessons to learn and they were difficult, but I'm very grateful that I had them. At this time, I started to learn to put God first and at the head of the procession, I saw impossible situations turn around and I had to learn persistence under difficulty. And I had to begin to uh, practice seeing good around me from God. And I began to understand my worth as a, ch a child of God and how he made me. Eventually, through prayers, I was lifted out of this situation. I had felt trapped in, this immor in a moral work situation. And through this, through my practitioner's prayers, I faced the fear of change and gained needed courage and confidence to take uh, what was set for me at the time a difficult step to resign. But I will never forget, even to this day after years, after standing with principle despite resistance, the peace that washed over me after I dropped off the paperwork. And with prayer, another opportunity opened up for work that has been a blessing in my life. I'm very grateful for Christ Jesus' teaching, Mary Baker Eddy and her writings and teachings, and the church, uh, Plainfield Church, and their continued uh, teachings of uh, Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy. Thank you. Thank you. Luba from Ohio, go ahead. I'm very grateful for the better understanding of Christian science that I'm receiving at this Plainfield Church and the growth that has occurred through this. During the past holiday, I began experiencing pain in my knee when walking and climbing stairs. 
my practitioner stated strongly that mind is the source of all movement, that this was a lie, animal magnetism, and that I would be breaking the first commandment and dishonoring God. I am his perfect reflection. In the blue book on, on page 175, Mrs. Eddy says, Never fear a lie. Declare against it with the conviction of its nothingness. Throw your whole weight into the right scale. This is the way to destroy evil. Never weigh, weigh against yourself by admitting a lie. I'm so grateful to say that I am continuing with my daily activities and walking normally, knowing that my knee is and always has been perfect. For this healing, I am most grateful to my practitioner, Christian Science, God, and this church. Thank you for tonight's reading, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Shahidat from Maryland. Go ahead. Good evening. Tonight I'd like to share a quick, a quick feeling that I had a few days ago. Last Sunday night before bed, I reached for an item and felt a dull pain in my right wrist. I didn't think much about it and went to bed. In the early morning hours, I got up to use the bathroom and when I went to throw the blanket covers back with the same wrist, this time I felt a very sharp stabbing pain. I remember thinking to myself, well, that certainly won't do. Now, I had just read about some Christian science dealings in rural villages of Zimbabwe and South Africa. And I was in awe of the how conviction and understanding these folks prayed with the simple truths from the Bible and science and health and found lasting relief from all types of distress. There was no overanalyzing or intellectual wrangling, which is a trap that I sometimes fall into, but just an honest application of the truth. I pray for myself knowing that God's good is the only cause, and therefore, as reflection, anything unlike good could not be until I eventually fell back asleep. A few hours later, when I woke up, my dog woke me up again for the usual, for our usual morning walk. I drew back the covers again with the same wrist and felt absolutely no pain. It was, that the, it was as if it just never happened. Later that morning, the quarterly box of dog food was delivered, and I was able to carry it into the house completely pain-free. My wrist has been perfect ever since. I am very grateful for the truth of Christian science, and very blessed to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Suzanne. Suzanne from Vermont. Go ahead. Good evening. It's wonderful to be here tonight at the service. And I wanted to um, thank the Plainfield Church and those workers who put together the November issue of Love is the Liberator, and the title is Christ and Christmas. And what a beautiful and wonderful issue this is that goes into depth, um, into depth on, on Mrs. Eddy's beautiful poem, Christ and Christmas with commentaries by Judge Hannah and Irving Tomlinson and um, object lessons for each stanza. I've never um, understood the, the poem's significance um, before reading this beautiful issue of Love is the Liberator, and I encourage everyone to give it a look who hasn't seen it, it's available on our website. 
Um, but what what a wonderful gift this is from the Christian Science um, Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent to the world. Um, it's a beautiful contemplation of the meaning of Christmas and especially the star of Bethlehem and the light that um, the Christ brought to the world. And I want to thank the church for the unlimited opportunities each day for learning more about Christian science and how to share it with others, how to demonstrate it. Um, all available through our wonderful website and the outreach of the services and and Bible studies, etc. Thank you so much. Um, I love this church, and I don't know where I'd be without it. So, <laughs> just wanted to to say thank you, and I'm grateful for this church, and happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Ingrid from California. Go ahead. Hello. Thank you for the readings. I would like to express my gratitude for so many blessings, but especially for Divine Mind's guidance and all for this work with the houseless in Los Angeles here. It is so wonderful to count with Divine Mind every minute, to be at the right time, at the right place, doing the right thing so that we can bless better. So very grateful for that. I just briefly share that uh, there was a houseless person on the floor, and I just stopped not really thinking about it, really, uh, to text someone. And because I was texting a little bit to the side of him, he said hello. And when I finished the text, he started a conversation. So I stayed with him. And I did notice that he had three bottles, kind of empty, of alcohol, whatever liquor, and just some food. Uh, but we ended up talking a lot with him. And this man has such a beautiful face and just so grateful to divine love. As I see that they are always very grateful uh, for what we bring. Uh, but as I told him that we could help him and, you know, just, just take him to get a shower, first of all, because he was really bad. And... Um, he started to say that he just really wanted to go and, and be with God and that he wanted to reunite with the mom and the grandma and everybody and that he was just ready to to die. So it, it was the error about this was very persistent. And uh, as I talked to him about how there is no death because life is eternal, and all the wonderful things that I have learned in the science of the Christ, he started to say, well, maybe I can stay here and do some good. And uh, it, was, it was just so amazing. Uh, he said that um, seeing 
as doing good. By then, another brother had come and helped. And he was saying that by seeing us doing good, he really thought that maybe he could stay here and do some good. And then he uh, ate because he really didn't before. Um, it was just such a beautiful healing, so quick. And by the time we knew, he was actually sitting up and just talking with so much more confidence. And he actually just woke up after a while. He, he, he uh, got up and said that he wanted to go get something. And it was just all such a wonderful transformation. And I'm just so very grateful with the science of the Christ and all the spiritual truths that we learn. And that he really shows us that loving our neighbor means to we do something for it. It's very practical. And I love that line still that kept on coming decades ago when I knew about this. Uh, that says that uh, Mary Bikereri said, you have it as you leave it. Because that's the truth about Christianity and Christian science, as she said. Very grateful for this. I'm very grateful for this beautiful, amazing church that uh, is just really getting the true Christian science teachings out and always praying for it, that it keeps like that and that we all just get closer to divine mind. Thank you so much. Thank you. Craig. I'm so glad I came to, and I thank Gary for the readings. The attitudes are probably really, it really connected me to Christian science. My grandmother had, had talked him through with me some time ago when I was first joined the church. And I got more and more acquainted with the Bible from then. It just made so much sense. And when Gary said that in his readings, the terrestrial and celestial come together. Yes, I just was very glad to hear that. And, it, and I think I glimpsed that he meant it come together in our lives through Christian science. And I think for the, the music was very inspiring. I wanted to say I'm so happy that the Christ is present and working here in this church. I wasn't feeling myself. And I, and so I called a practitioner. And when I say I wasn't feeling like myself, I wasn't feeling, I was thinking the way I would normally think. I was feeling agitated a bit. And I uh, wasn't doing things as accurately as I should. Well, I was, uh, my, my son, he wasn't quite following directions. He's older and, and he didn't want to do his chores and sorts. So I was giving a bother my wife and I, and so, but as soon as I got help and we talked about principle and boundaries and make sure that he can see clearly that there are boundaries, he started immediately, before I even said anything, to do the right thing, start picking up and start, uh, you know, just admitting to himself that he hadn't been and, and facing up to it. So I thank God for for the help that's here, and when you're not quite right, because I wasn't feeling quite right because I let to, that situation affect me. 
So we have help here, and the unity is the strength. I thank God for practitioners that are available, and, and we learn. Well, as we talk and uh, <clears throat> study what they give us, and our, just as our home and our business and our nation are, are all in God's care. Thank you. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. A few things to read from our website bulletin board. The first was a thank you for the frozen lima beans <laughs> testimony last week, <laughs> which I thank her for, <laughs> for that. Um, and then from Florida, this week's lesson on God was so powerful and inspiring and a perfect way to start the new year. Also, thank you for the beautiful solo. Bruce and Jared sang it so reverently. I've always loved the Latin version, Panis Angelicus, but it was a blessing and comfort to hear this holy English version sung so sweetly this morning. We thank you for always giving us such soul-filled solos. And then this from Pakistan. Hello, dear in Christ. I am Amir, a, a Pakistani Punjabi Christian. I'm learning much from your YouTube channel. The material is very useful to me to understand scriptures in my mother tongue. I thank to God for, for all your ministry, and my dear deep desire is to work with you in that ministry field, which would be lovely. And I did contact her. So the next is from Texas, a testimony. Recently, I suffered with a persistent headache that lasted two days. No matter how I prayed about it, the pain would not stop, even when at rest. It was very difficult to go about my daily business, and I found myself canceling appointments, etc. Desperate for some relief, I opened my Signs and Health to pages 390 to 393 and worked with the statements given here. In particular, I worked with the quote, Banish the belief that you can possibly entertain a single intruding pain, which cannot be ruled out by the might of mind. And in this way, you can prevent the development of pain in the body. End quote. The healing came quickly, and for that I was grateful. However, a few, a few days later, the headache returned. This time I asked God, Dear God, what shall I pray about to heal this? And the answer was, the answer that I received was, fear. It seems that I was fearful that the problem had returned and I would have to fight it again. So when I corrected my thinking as we are taught in Christian science and knew that I could not be afraid of something that God did not create nor sanction, the headache vanished immediately. I am so very grateful for this healing and for a lifetime of healings achieved by applying Christian science to all aspects of my life. I am also grateful for Christ Jesus, Mrs. Eddy, and the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent website and all that it offers. Oh yes, and all the members who work hard at providing those of us who do not happen to live in Plainfield for a church home. And then this is um, from Missouri. Please accept the enclosed donation, though there is really no amount of money that could compensate
for the many benefits received from the vast wealth of learning avenues and tools provided by your church. And then she gives a couple of testimonies. I'll, I'll read one tonight. Last week, a local service provider's representative came to my home in the evening to assist with the transfer of my cell phone service from my former provider to her company. As we sat in my dining room, she suddenly stated that she's been unable to sleep for some time and asked if I knew what might help her. I gave her a copy of our textbook and pointed out two testimonies in Fruitage chapter that mention insomnia. Then I wrote down the Bible verse in Proverbs 3:24 that reads, When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet, and gave it to her. I also texted it to her later so she would have easy access to it on her phone. When I texted her the next day, she replied, I really slept well last night. Then on that Wednesday, it was with much joy that I read Susan's forum post to Psalm 121.4. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. And then Susan stated, How reassuring to know that God is watching over us when asleep, and that falling asleep, we can know he is there keeping us safe. Needless to say, I was thrilled to have this to share with the service provider's rep, along with several testimonies about insomnia healed that I found in various CS periodicals. She replied to that email with sincere and humble gratitude. Thank you, Susan, for your healing forum post. And then this from England. In this country, we have just begun another lockdown. With many fears expressed in the media about individual safety, jobs, and the country's finances, I'm sure familiar con similar concerns exist in many other countries, and America seems very di divided from the reports we see. How grateful I am, therefore, to have Christian science and to know this troubled view is not God's view of the world. As it says in this week's lesson, he fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know. I take this to mean that there is always a solution with God, and it might be something we had no knowledge of previously, but there is always an answer, because to God there never was a problem. It is just our misperception of the situation. I am very grateful for Plainfield Church Independent and for all I am learning here. Thank you so much, and with love to you all. Yeah, I was grateful for those readings tonight because um, with such troubled times, the one thing we can know and the one thing we can do is to live the Christ the best we can, to be that Christ representative, as was brought out in the readings, the model, the model man, as best we can. And as was read at the ending, to maintain in yourselves what Jesus loved, to know that your example, more than words, makes morals for mankind. When This afternoon when I was praying for the service and also about what was going on in our country, 
I turn to in retrospection and introspection on page 79 where Mrs. Eddy says, through the channels of material sense of worldly policy, pomp, and pride cometh no success in truth. If beset with the misguided emotions, we shall be stranded on the quicksands of worldly commotion and practically come short of the wisdom requisite for teaching and demonstrating the victory over self and sin. And then, be temperate in thought, word, and deed. Meekness and temperance are the jewels of love set in wisdom. Restrain untempered zeal, learn to labor and to wait. Of old, of, of old the children of Israel were saved by patient waiting. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force, said Jesus. Therefore are its spiritual gates not captured, nor its golden streets invaded. And then the quote, though the mills of God grind slowly, yet they grind exceeding small, though with patience he stands waiting, with exactness grinds he all. So it's just a good reminder to keep our peace through these troubled times and to keep our strong connection with God. And as was said many times during the service, it's God's in control, it's God's government, and he will bless his people with peace as we remain faithful to him. I'm so grateful to have this healing service to come to tonight, to be with you all, to hear the wonderful examples of God's healing power operating in our lives. May God bless you all and have a good evening. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 416. I'm going to read the second verse. God is the only perfect one. My perfect self is one with him. So man is seen as God's own son. When truth dispels, the shadows dim. Hymn number 416.